across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Hey, Rockstar Nation. Listen, I am so excited because we put out this holiday special for Rebus University, and we have had an overwhelming response of new students to the Certified Listing Agent course. It has just been incredible. And I got some emails today uh, asking, hey, was it just a Cyber Monday thing? And the answer is, you know, what I decided to do, this is the new answer, is I'm going to just extend it. So I'm going to just let it roll for a little while in the holiday spirit. I'm not going to pull the plug on the 50% off. So if you want the CLA course, go ahead and get it. Until further notice, I'll let you know when we pull it. But uh, 50% off, you just just go to rebusuniversity.com. I changed the front page just so it's, you know, one price, 50% off. And then the Jeff Cohn course, everyone keeps asking me because, the, you know, they've heard of Jeff. Jeff's been on the show a couple of times, close to 700 units this year. This thing is is a lot of work. It's much more work than I anticipated. But we've put the finishing touches or my finishing touches on the final video. We still got the editors to do it, their finishing touches. But there is over 80 videos for the certified team agent, 80 videos of all the people on his team and intimate one-on-one with me and Jeff talking about how he makes, you know, a million bucks net, where the money comes from, going through line items and downloads that we're including of, you know, forms that he uses, forms that his agents use, forms that his admin use, 80 videos. And that means there's going to be probably about the same amount of quizzes. So this is a high intensity course. Someone else sent me an email today and said, hey, is this for team leaders or is this for members of the team? And I said, first and foremost, it's for the team leaders, how to build an, an incredible bombastic team. But that being said, you can go to a section for instance, one of the sections, there's nine sections, one of the sections is called agents. And you go to that agent section and there's about 20 videos in the agent section and have your agents just watch those. You can have your admin just go into the admin section. There's about 10 videos there. And depending on what they are, they can just watch the listing agent, I mean, the listing admin or the pending admin or the sign runner or the whatever, the, the coach who coaches the agents. He has two incredible office managers and they have their own section in this course called management. So I'm answering this guy's question in a long way, but the answer is it's for everybody on the team really. But I think the person I get most out of it is obviously the person who wants to build a team or already has a team and just wants to make it better and more efficient. This is the course for that. So anyways, if you just go to rebusuniversity.com and you fill out a form with your information for Jeff's course, the certified listing agent, you will get a 50% coupon emailed to you. It is coming out in the next couple of weeks. I mean, it's got to be soon unless something really messes us up. So do it. Do it. Rebusuniversity.com. R-E-B-U-S University.com. Thanks, guys.
Hello, Rockstar Nation. Hope you are rocking and rolling. Listen, we have a great week or so coming up. I got today, of course, Michael Lafito, Mr. Luxury, talking all things luxury real estate in the Chicagoland area. How to increase your average sale price, essentially. Friday, I talk with Linda Libertori. She is an expert, let's say, on, well, disruptive technologies when it comes to real estate agents and real estate technologies, you know, phone apps and cool software and stuff like that. And we go over some major disruptive technologies when it comes to property management and all things real estate related, real estate sales, builders, all kinds of stuff. So, that's a great call. You're going to want to listen to that show. Then on next Monday, I got Larry Goines. Larry's out of Lake Wiley, South Carolina. We talk about buying real estate on the cheap. HUD Homes Half Off was one of the books he wrote. And he's an expert on buying and selling HUD Homes. And that was an enjoyable call. And of course, James Festini is on next Wednesday. James got the beast mode going down, which he calls uh, something he does. He prospects, and then he ha- he does it on Facebook Live. And what this ma- what this causes is, you know, he's not necessarily doing it to get people to just like him and watch him on Facebook Live. It creates this massive accountability where he's got to stay on the phone for two or three hours while he's on Facebook Live prospecting. And you can watch him do this and prospect with him for free. <laughs> And he has this incredible mobile thing that he drives around and he can just pull it over and prospect for an hour in this massive high-tech van. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, all things uh, good with James because he's uh, an, an incredible person to know, especially when it comes into getting new business as a new agent and and getting business right away if you've fallen into a slump or just getting business in general as we all should be doing rather than going through the roller coaster of what most real estate agents do where they have a kick-ass month make a ton of money and then go into a slow period and james shows you how to not do that all right let's jump into some quick reviews here I got, uh, these are my, you know, Audible reviews, which we saw, I saw a lot of my book on Audible and actually more than paperback. And I think that sometimes these bad reviews that I get on Audible are helping sell my book. I don't know. And it's not even a bad review. I got one here. It says, overall, he gave me four stars and then performance. He gave me one star. Very good reads for agents, new or veteran. See? Very good read for agents, new or veteran. Just brace yourself for the terrible reading of the book. Content is very good, though, if you can get past the delivery. Great. Uh, this one, uh, that was from, just his name was Amazon Customer. I got one here, Sergio Limonta. Now, Sergio Lamonta gave me five stars, five stars, and five stars. Love the way he recommends multiple streams of income and never put all your eggs in one basket. I'll definitely be using some of his techniques. Thank you, Sergio. And the last one, recently, love it. He encourages you to start goals. Love it. He encourages you to start goals. Anything is possible to accomplish. He led me to believe. Thanks, guys. Thank you for that. And that is on the audio one. Then here's a couple on the written version. Alex Gumliveski. Fantastic read. 
one of the best real estate books. That's what it says. And it says, Pat totally crushes it with this book. The book ranks right along Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. And I would be surprised if it becomes a classic. I would not be surprised if it becomes a classic. I've been been in business for 14 years. And what he talks about is completely legit. His concepts on following someone who has already done what you're trying to do are very on point, along with marketing and other insights he gives throughout this fantastic book. I downloaded the Audible version, which is read by him, unlike a lot of other authors. Pat is a down-to-earth guy and takes us through the ups and downs he's experienced as he built a tremendous real estate business. Love the read or listen twice over. So I guess what happens is some of the uh, reviews from the Audible, since Amazon owns it, go over to the book. I'm not quite sure how that works, but nonetheless, that's where it showed up. And this says five stars, six steps to seven figures is the best real estate book that I have read to date. The People's Servant. Six steps to seven figures is the best real estate book that I've read to date. This book is simple, is a simple read broken down into seven chapters filled with actionable steps. I love the stories, illustrations of the book because it kept the book simple and not too complicated to read or comprehend. This book is comparable to The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. The only difference is this book is much shorter and easier to read. I will recommend this book to all new real estate agents, the people's servant. And the last one, Jay Dunbar, Proven Strategies to Grow Your Real Estate. I just read Pat's book and I can't wait to implement his strategies. If you're looking to find a real estate book that will take your career to the next level, this is the one. Short and sweet, Jay Dunbar. Thank you, Jay. Okay, now we have this uh, little button on our website, hybendigital.com, where if you want to reach out to us verbally, you can, and we'll try to answer your question on the show. This is an interesting one I just got. Hi, I'm from Canada, and I'm getting my real estate license soon in Ontario. I have two more exams going through, and I was wondering, what's your recommendation on how to choose a brokerage? Okay, so that was from Quang Nguyen. That's a good question. So here's the thing. I'm a believer that, you know, as I said in my book, you need mentors in life. You know, all through life, you need mentors. And so first and foremost, I think you need to join a brokerage where you're going to have mentors. Like if, if you're joining a brokerage and, you know, you really can't look up to anybody there or the people that you can look up to there are not going to give back to you, then that is not a good brokerage to choose. So you want to find a brokerage that where the agents are giving back. And the reason I say the agents and not the office manager is it's okay if it's the office manager, but here's the thing. If the office manager never really sold a house themselves or the broker or who's ever speaking, a lot of times the classes are going to be very technical minded. They're not going to be sales minded and they're going to be about uh, their best interest, which is having you not lose your license by discriminating against somebody or Uh, some technicality things, right? some technical things. And they are not going to be as good as an agent uh, giving like one-on-one feet on the ground learning tools of of what he uses today 
what he or she uses today, listing appointments and buyer appointments they went on last week and what they learned from them last week or within the last year, that's a type of learning that you need. And so whether you go to a brokerage where they're giving training that's given by the agents or where they're interviewing the agents, in my opinion, that's the type of brokerage that you want. Now that brokerage may not be a brokerage. It may be a, a team within a brokerage. And that's important, you know, so the name of the brokers isn't as important as the mentors within that brokerage. So by that, I mean, don't get caught up on the broker's name. If there's a team within that brokerage and you can go at work for as a buyer agent for that team or a listing agent or, or some sort of agent or even admin for that team, that should alter your choice because they're going to give you a ton of knowledge. You're going to, I mean, you could sit there for eight hours and do nothing but listen to the team go if they're a high producing team and learn a ton so that would be my advice is go where you can get the most mentors kwong i hope that answered your question and i wish you the best of luck out there in canada and hopefully we'll meet face to face we can break some bread someday thanks Quang. so uh that's it guys enjoy today's show it is a blockbuster Keep subscribing on iTunes, guys. It makes a difference when you subscribe for us. So please subscribe on iTunes. Please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us get great guests. And please continue to visit rebusuniversity.com where all the best real estate courses are being sold. And if you have somebody that you think is qualified and you think would be an asset and provide meat and potatoes to our audience, send me an email, rockstar at hybin.com. Enjoy the show. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest from Wheaton. The funny thing is there's a Wheaton, Maryland, but he's not from Wheaton, Maryland. He's from Wheaton, Illinois, Suburb of Chicago, Michael Lafito is on the line, and he is knocking it dead, uh, selling luxury real estate in the Chicagoland area, and uh, we're going to find out what he's doing, how he's doing, and uh, he's created a luxury certification. We're going to talk a little bit about that and what that entails and what it all takes to raise your average sale price, if that is something you want to do or focus on uh, luxury. So, hey, Michael, thank you for coming on the show, taking time out of your busy day. Uh, why don't you give us a little rundown on uh, who you are, what what you're about, uh, so we can get to know you better. Sure. I appreciate the opportunity, and I've heard great things about you, and I know you've uh, interviewed some uh, some great agents uh, across the country, so I appreciate it. I'm honored to, uh, for you to have me. So, uh, so, yeah, I've been in uh, real estate uh, for about 16 years as an agent, and uh, really for uh, my story was I was a part-time agent at first. I was a high school health and PE teacher, part-time agent, and I was um, with Realty Executives, and at the time, I was the second leading largest producer for the entire Midwest region for that franchise, doing it part-time, and that's when I launched my training platform, 0708, um, based on you know people saying, hey, you know, you're doing a great job and you're doing it part time. Tell me how you're doing it. So that's kind of how I launched my, my training platform. But uh, I, um, you know, full time, uh, you know, real estate agent here and have a training company as well. And um, I have three buyers agents on my team. And, and I focus, uh, you know, on, on the listings and, and building that inventory and more importantly, getting it sold. 
Okay, good. So like how many houses have you sold in the last 12 months, would you say? Around 40. I, I don't have the exact count. I probably should have done that for you, but uh, give or take around 40. And uh, the average list price for a property I have now is just over a million dollars. Uh, Chicagoland market, give you an idea, the average home value, of course, changes community to community. But, you know, I'd say 325 to 375 is a is a good range for uh, average price here in in my marketplace. So you're three times the you know average price on your listing. So like, are you like the listing agent? Like you're focused on listings, and yeah, then you have the buyer fair. agents doing the buyers. I mean, yeah. at forty deals, I mean that's not very many deals for the buyer agents to split up. Is that you know how how do you do that? Yeah. So again, I have buyers agents, and they 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 have their own day in day out responsibilities. So they, from lead generation, you know, we cultivate leads for them as well, but I've never built a team based on, Hey, I'm going to give you leads. It's about the training, the environment. And, um, because obviously anyone that has a team, the number one reason people leave is, Oh, I didn't get enough leads. So I try to, you know, educate them on the environment and the training and the systems and uh, teach, teach a man how to fish, so to speak. And so, Again, they're not joining me just for the lead aspect. Yeah, but but they're included in that forty number, right? No, that that's just th- th- those are my numbers. Oh, that's numbers. you. Oh, so you're not including them yeah. in that number? No. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna like, man, that's like t- eleven houses each. So, um, yeah. Okay, so this is just forty of yours. So of these forty of yours, how many are listings? Uh, about. 30, 35, I think, out of the 40 are listings uh, for my personal business. I'm not talking yeah. team numbers, so my so you, personal right. business. So you don't, you don't personally work work many buyers, if any at all? Yeah, very rarely a repeat client, someone I really like, uh, or, you know, if it's a trophy buyer, <laughs> you know, you know high-end buyer. So I'm very selective on the buyers that I work with. So, so, and then how many houses did the three buyer agents sell in the last 12 months? Again, guesstimating, um, probably 30 to 40. All right. So let's say you're doing 75 sales a year. Now, if you were to add up the gross commission from the 35 that the buyer agents are doing, the 40 that you're doing, add up 75 units, uh, what was your GCI, or as I like to call it, ECI, ego commission income? What is your, what is your total, total there? Yeah, we're probably around thirty to thirty-five million in volume, which uh, from a ECI, I, I guess you call it, you know, probably right around seven figures. Yep, million bucks. Okay, and then what's your profit margin on that million bucks? You know, I'm a right brand. I'm a creative guy. I'm not that analytical number guy. So I do apologize. I don't have that in front of me. But if I were to guesstimate, uh, I'd probably say we're we're probably around sixty five percent of that number. Is your is your profit? So you you like you net six fifty? Is that what you're saying? Your your like tax return yeah, net mean, we, income is six hundred fifty thousand that you, Michael yeah, based on those- Michael makes. Yeah, based based on those numbers, um, you know, we we got a lot of money going out for lead generation and marketing. Well, you really don't. I mean, you, what about like the, the after you pay the buyer agents and after you paid lead generation and marketing, are you left with sixty five percent? Would you say, or are you left? Well, yeah, sixty five percent is is what we probably are left with. 
you know, before as a gross commission, I'm going to use my terminology as a gross commission or a net commission, I should say. But then of course my agents get their split. Um, so for me, Michael Lafito, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's probably four, four to four fifty. Okay. I got it. So you're more like say 40% uh, total from that number. So I, I got you. Okay, cool. All right. Good so- questions, by the way, I wasn't prepared for those. <laughs> so I, I apologize. It's all right. All right, so let's talk about the high-dollar listings. Did you always do luxury listings? No, of course, everyone aspires to do luxury listings, and that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, again, I think, real quick, let's define luxury, right? You can define luxury different on the East Coast and the Midwest or the West Coast, and within a community, you can define luxury. So many times, people's knee-jerk reaction when they think luxury Pat is mansions. And that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about higher end homes, higher end homes in every marketplace. You have them. I mean, Rochester, New York, it might be 300 and above. So, you know, for those audience members that are listening, you might say, well, we don't have luxury homes, so I'm not going to listen to this. And we're talking about higher end homes. There's higher end homes in every community. Now, if you want to go to the upper echelon, the highest end homes in your market, well, now you're talking luxury or mansions. But but, um, I've always had a desire of course, anyone in sales would say, I'd rather sell a, a million dollar home to, 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 to gross 30,000 in commissions at 3% versus, you know, $100,000 homes. So, um, you know, early on, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to, to say, well, I want to eventually get to those higher end homes or those luxury homes. So, but that was, a, that's a gradual process, right? I mean, most agents start out as buyers agents, work their way up to eventually listing and working with buyers to eventually, you know, aspire to maybe be a, a, a listing specialist and grow a team. Well, well, that progression naturally happened with me. And once, you know, I started focusing on listings, I'm like, all right, well, you know, there's three ways to increase my commission next year. One is, do more transactions. The second is to increase my commission. So if I was charging 6%, three and three, you know, increase it to six and a half, three and a half to me, three. Again, these are all just examples. And of course, the third is to increase my average transactional size. So getting back to your question, I've always had a desire and I still do, you know, to always increase my transactional size. So, you know, about three or four years ago, though, I made the shift to really focus on the higher end or luxury marketplace. How? For me personally, I was hired to assist a top agent with her marketing and her office's marketing in a higher end marketplace. They hired my consulting business and I was assisting helping her and the office. And I realized, man, they were doing, you know, she, she was doing about a hundred million in volume. And I realized man, like the marketing that she's doing, it's a lot of word of mouth marketing, which is great referral. But as far as the positioning about being creative, thinking outside the box, incorporating lifestyle marketing, wasn't doing any of that. And it's one of those things where I remember when I first got my real estate license, the guy that was my mentor, like, I'm like, well, if he's doing well, like, I should crush it because I love the guy, but you know, he's not the smartest tool in the shed type of thing. Well, the same was true with that, that luxury client I took on. I realized, man, if she's doing great, there's no reason I can't be doing 10 times this based on what she's doing and what she's not doing, I guess is a better way to put it. So that was the first thing that happened for me, Pat is, you know, one of my own coaching clients who specializes in luxury I realized 
man, it's like I'm doing a lot more than what she's doing. And so that was kind of my aha moment, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I think we all have those where it's like if he can do it or she can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? Especially in real estate because there's some people out there, you know, not to sound arrogant, but there's some people out there that are killing in real estate that are that are sloppy, that are that are, um, you know, unprofessional, that are just, uh, you know, not that good. So, you know, the sky's the limit, I really think, if if you have the right mindset and and you work hard. So, okay, so let's get back to the, the basics a little. Like if you were to say, like give me three exact things that somebody could do to start selling properties like you are that are three times as much as your area's average what would those three things be be like step one you you know you join these clubs step two you do this step three you do this give me three exact things that people listening could write down and increase their average sale price now sure that's a great question. I get asked that a lot. So, you know, I, I would say the first thing, stepping back, real estate is a show and tell industry. Okay, um, you, you maybe Pat, it's been a while, but remember back in grade school when there was show and tell, and you were fired up. You brought something to school, and mm-hmm. and you were so excited about. It. Well, real estate's a show and tell industry, and when I mean my show and tell, social proof is really important. Uh, a higher end, high net worth individual will rarely give you the opportunity to market their home unless you have similar type homes or have sold similar type homes in your portfolio in your marketplace. So, but how, you got to start somewhere. So, how, and so where do you start? I mean, that's really what you're asking me, which is a great question. So the first thing that I would tell you is, and I, I when I speak on national stages, I tell people, raise your hand if you have five listings. And, you know, most of the time people aren't raising their hand. So what I would tell you is, first off, for those people listening, do everything you can to get five listings in any price point. I'm talking entry level. Get five listings, then work on getting 10 listings and get your systems down. Get your confidence level down. Get your team down, your transactional management down. Assuming you've done that or your callers have done that, all right, let's let's take that next progression. How do we take the next step to get to the higher end marketplace? So the first thing I would say is same thing. Do everything you can to get five higher end homes in your marketplace. And I'm talking, do it, of course, ethically, but anything you can to get five higher end homes in the marketplace, first do everything to get your first one, then your second and your third and and so on. But my point is take an overpriced listing if you have to. Door knock, for sale by owner, take, you know, I talk about the four P's in real estate. The four P's are really important in real estate. And that's, um, and I'll give you those four P's. This is a writer downer. Yeah, yeah. and the four P's are the same for luxury, are the same for entry level. And so the four P's for real estate, you know, the first is price. And, and what I'm telling you is the, do everything you can to get your first higher end property. And that means if it's overpriced and you normally wouldn't take it, okay, t- take it, okay? Do it. So yeah, yeah. Four- I talk about in my book, I talk about in in the, the six steps of seven figures, step five is build. And I talk about how exactly I did this. I My first million dollar plus listing was an expired listing that I knew it, it was like listed at one three and the tax assessment was six fifty. 
You know, like I like I knew it was grossly overpriced, but I wanted to pri- I wanted to put it in my ads as a one point three million dollar listing, and then when I went on an appointment for the next one, I'd be like, "Look, you know, I got I'm, I got I got social proof." So I think you're right. saying the same exact thing. Just go to expireds over a million, start calling all the expireds over a million, and list them irregardless of whether you think they're ever going to sell or not. That's what you're saying is step one, right? Yeah, well, well yes, I guess that's what I'm saying is step one for sure, um, is the name of the game is social proof. So you got to have your portfolio. You got to build your confidence. And a lot of what I teach in my trainings and my, my you know, my training is known as the luxury listing specialist. It's a certification and, and continuing ed class. But a lot of what we teach, Pat, is mindset too. There's a lot of limiting beliefs that agents have. Well, I can't, I can't do this. Or what if they ask me how many have I ever sold? Or what if this? It's analysis by paralysis. What if? What if? What if? You know, you'll, you'll never get started if if you have that mentality. So, so you got to get started. And whether that be door knock, calling, whatever it might be. Um, get started, take those first listings. But but let me get back to those four Ps. I talk okay. about the four yeah. Ps. The four Ps are price. Price. That's that's, that's number one. Yep. Uh, again, this is in any order. The second is property. So what kind of property are we dealing with? Is it an amazing property, a cool setting? Does it have a cool story? The third is people. Is, is the person realistic? Do I like them? I, are they, you know, you know, to lack of a better term, are, are they just unpleasant to work with or mm. are they enjoyable to work with? Okay. And the fourth is, is, I use the word positioning. So are they open to our ideas? So in other words, I just sold a home in Chicagoland. I think you reached out to me. It was the house that had that train that went around it. I shot video from a helicopter on it. That house, many people called it the taxidermist house. It had over 70 70 animal heads and like they had a stuffed polar bear a full lion i mean it looked like a taxidermist house and i had to go in there and basically tell them if i'm going to accept you as a client you have to be willing to do what i'm going to suggest here and so they neutralized they painted they got rid of all the animal heads they had over 30 animal heads in the family room (laughs) on the walls alone and they got rid of those they got rid of them. They listened to me. So positioning is going to be important because, listen, and that's that kind of is along the lines of people. I mean, they could be nice people, but if they think they're the expert and aren't going to listen to, to your advice on how to get the property ready to get to market, then so I, what I tell t- real t- estate t- agents. Tell everybody about why, why we sidebarred on it. Tell everyone about that train that goes around. Oh yeah, it was a cool train. It looked like something from a, an amusement park, and um, and so this guy was a train enthusiast, and so I literally took potential buyers on the train around the property. The property was just uh, it's called an acre, and the train went around the perimeter of it. And I shot video from the train. I took potential buyers from the train. Uh, you know, we got some amazing press from it, and um, so it was it was it was pretty cool, and it stayed with the house. The buyers really wanted it. Um, <laughs> That's so the awesome. four P's, the four P's are price. Okay. The pr- property itself, the person that you're dealing with, or the seller, if you will, the, the clientele and, and, and then positioning, are they willing to allow you to position the home where it needs to be staging's part of it, neutralization, all the above. But I tell uh, clients, you got to have three out of four. That's what my criteria is. I, if some, if I'm going to work with someone today, they got to have three out of those four. If it's an amazing property, they're priced right. They'll allow me to position it, 
but they're a jag excuse my language i'm not that's three out of four i'd still probably work with them but if it was two out of four i wouldn't work with them it was four out of four it's a slam dunk obviously one out of four or zero out of four is i'm not going to work with them so um where i'm going with this is if it's a great property they'll allow me to do some things to position it right and but they're way overpriced, Pat. I'm telling your people that are listening, take the list. Take you know, it. So if they if, meet if they meet three out of four and the one they're off on is price, the first P, they, take it anyways. Because motivation changes. You can tell me I'm not going to, if it's listed at one million, simple numbers, I'm not going to take anything under 950. Well, higher end homes in your marketplace are selling at 90% of the asking price and they want 950, i.e. 95%. You know, they're probably not realistic, but take it because they might sell it at 800, you know, a <laughs> year down the yeah, road. Yeah. Anyone that's been on the call, I know I've been doing this 16, 16 plus years. I've had properties that I thought were overpriced and they sold. I've also had properties that I thought were priced right and I didn't sell and I've also seen properties that I said I'm not going to take the listing because the client's unrealistic and they ended up selling at 30% less than they said they would so motivation changes whether it be work related marital status or health related you know that's that can change so that's the bottom line we're, we're talking pretty you know pretty details on this but so yeah, that's yeah, the no, first thing. I, I like it so get that's the, the first thing so you get a bunch of listings you got some social proof they're all like meeting three of the four p's let's say the p they don't meet is the first one that's okay you got the listing well now what do i do what's step well, you two leverage yeah. it. You how, leverage how do you that? leverage that okay you leverage it in multiple ways online offline social media um so you leverage it again social proof right show and tell industry you got to be able to leverage it seeing is believing um you want people in your marketplace to say man pat i see you all over the place i mean i get that all the time in my marketplace it's like man i see you all over the place like people call me the million dollar agent of chicagoland is because of social proof you got to have the portfolio though you know, you can have all the words in the I had a guy recently, about two weeks ago, reach out to me, shoot me a text message, say, hey, this guy's trying to copy you. Well, you know, I shoot with actors, actresses. I shot from helicopters, planes, trains, you know, pretty much everything. And um, this guy, you know, looked the part, nice suit, nice glasses in front of a $2 million home in my marketplace. Hey, you know, you know, they say, you know, flattery, you know, when someone copies you, it's yeah, the yeah. highest form of flattery. It's like, he's not copying me. I don't blame him. He's trying to do some of the things I'm doing. Well, I looked the guy up. He, first off, he's the co-listing agent on the property. He's not even the listing agent. And he hadn't sold anything above 350 in the entire year. And this is a $2 million property. So it's like, you, you know, your message has to, to match your track record, right? So in other words, you could have, if you say you're the best and you're the rock star agent, but you don't have the social proof to back it up, you know, the message doesn't match, you know, what you're telling people. So, so the, the second gold nugget for these folks is leverage it. So you leverage it, you leverage your properties, you leverage the experience, you could leverage other people. So if I were to move in your marketplace and not have any database or sphere there, I would, I would align myself with a luxury agent in that office and work open houses, you know, um, do a special events with that agent and leverage it. Now, don't claim the listing as your own, of course, but, hey, I'm here with Pat. 
on Pat's listing at 123 Elm Street. It's $3.3 million. It's an amazing property. It features boom, boom, boom. If you're doing a Facebook Live video or you're doing something at with Pat's approval, of course, the listing agent's yeah. approval, of course, I tell my agents all the time, leverage my $18 million listing. Le- leverage my 10. Now, don't say it's yours, but say, hey, the Michael Lafito Group. Look at what we have here. We, 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 we. Use the word we, and there's strength in numbers, and people are going to associate you as a, as, as a rock star just because yeah. of me, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So leverage it. So, like, just go on Facebook Live. Go on social media. Do open houses. Talk about it constantly. So when you say leverage, you're just like, get the word out there about said listing, whether it's yours or not. You know, leverage that I love that I love that aspect of it. Okay, so then then what's the third? Step? Obviously, obviously, be careful when I when we talk about leverage for those people that are leveraging others people's listings in your office. Do so with your you know your other agents' approval and all that other stuff. Um, so I don't do that because I don't need to do that, right? Right. But, yeah. But I encourage agents on my team to do that of my my listings, right? So you know the the next thing is your network. You know, there's an old adage. You know, iron sharpens iron. Your network, your, excuse me, your net worth is your network, or your network is your net worth. Mm. So there's a direct correlation there. And so one of the things I recommend to my my clients when I'm teaching classes as well is build a luxury networking group. Okay, um, I call it. You know, if you go buy a bagel place, you go buy a dozen bagels. They'll give you a baker's dozen, thirteen do- dozen. You know, thirteen donuts in a dozen, and get to. Get 13 business owners in your marketplace that's that they cater to high net worth individuals. They don't even have to deal with real estate. Sure, they could be, you know, uh, something like a kitchen remodeler or a luxury car dealership. You know, it could be something that a, a men's suit. I got a guy that's in my luxury networking group that I started. You know, he put custom suits together, twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollar custom suits for CEOs and athletes. You know, these are the type of people that Jeez. and so $30,000 suit. I know. He told me he'd give me a break because I can get you an entry level for $20,000. i am like, oh, that's, that's it? That's it? <laughs> um, I'm never going to take it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, okay. So, so, what's, so, so, so basically, so create the network then. That would be the third So create step, the yeah. network. So the strength in numbers. Here we are coming on the holiday season and my wife gets marching dimes and all these things in the mail saying, hey, if you donate $3.83 a month, it will help this person. They send return address samples, uh, uh, stickers. You know, they'll send a quarter, all these things. Well, it's called reciprocity. They're doing that, Pat, because they think, well, if we, we send you some return address stickers, you know, you're like, oh, that's cool. I can I can give them $3.83, right? It's called leading with a giving hand. So if you put together a luxury networking group with successful business owners in the area, even if you don't have net a high net worth clientele, even if you don't have luxury listings, there's strength in numbers and you are the connector of people. And the best way to get referrals is give them. So if you put together mm. a group of luxury um, business owners, then guarantee you, you're going to get referrals. I mean, that's just how it is. I, I have the highest priced property on the market, a uh, single family in Illinois, 18.9 million. Wow. It was, it was a referral. Okay. 18.9 million. That's, that's awesome. What's, uh, how long have you had it listed? Um, two and a half weeks. I've had three inquiries already on it. No kidding. Um, wow. 
for those, you know, we, we shot a video with actors and actress, uh, and uh, we you can go to the you can go to cloverleafranchestate.com to check out the video. It's got I never shot a gun in my life, Pat. I shot a shotgun. I shot an AR-15 during the video shoot because they got a, a trap and skeet shooting range that's Olympic quality, and um, it's pretty cool. It's got a grass runway. But where I'm going with the story on it, this was a referral from from somebody. Um, I, I got a, a $12.5 million. It's on the, the Fox's hit series Empire. I'm selling that house that's on Empire. That was a referral. I got $11 million. It was a referral from Fiji. How do these referrals start coming your way? Well, yeah. How? When you connect, when you connect enough people and you have the social proof and you have the track record, it, it starts, it, you know, these opportunities show up. You know, and and that's it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. There's some great books out there. Darren Hardy wrote a book called The Compound Effect. I recommend it to people. Um, these types of things happen overnight. And you probably can tell by the way I speak and I talk. Got a little ADD and energy in me. My point is, it's easy for your listeners to get frustrated because it doesn't happen overnight. Now, one of the objections I always get when I'm talking to agents or they're taking my course, they're like, well, Mike, I'm not sure if I want to do high-end homes because, you know, they don't sell right away and they might hurt They might hurt my batting average. When I say batting average, I mean, you know, my, my absorption rate, what percent of my listings sell. It's like, hogwash get out there mm. you know that's a limiting that's either a limiting belief or you know i've had people say well mike i get 10 out every 10 listing appointments i go on i get 10 listings i go well you're not going on enough then because you know if you get 100 percent of your listings you're being too selective right so yeah you gotta get, you gotta get more fast i mean interesting my so, Chicago Cubs so, just won the world series and chris bryant won the mvp you know you don't get 39 home runs by just going up there 39 times at bat you're going to get hit by pitches you're going to get brushed back you're going to strike out okay but get back on that batter's box and you, you you can't get a home run if you don't get enough at bats absolutely absolutely so so i want to talk about your creativity because um you know when i first uh, met you it was through one of your videos where you were riding that train around trying to sell this house and i was like that's real creative and i wanted you to kind of talk a little bit about creativity and what other creative things have you done like shooting an ak-47 on video what other kind of creative stuff are you doing on video to make to get these you know referrals from fiji and to get buyers that are, are responding to some of your your ads yeah so that's First off, you're absolutely right. I'm, I, you know, I don't believe there is a box. Okay, you know, people always say think outside the box. You know, I, and I'm a big believer. I think outside the box. Some of my best marketing, my strategies are from people outside of the the real estate industry. But in the course I created called Luxury Listing Specialist, one of the lessons is on video marketing because video is not going away. And there's a lot of dinosaurs in our industry, and they're afraid to get on video. What I would say is good is good enough. So you know, being creative, thinking outside the box. Again, we're talking about Chicago, and I'm based here in Chicago, Pat. So I it cracks me up i got a call from an agent that's out in california the other day and he's like hey help me out i gotta we're, we're starting the, the market is shifting it's turning more into a buyer's market and my sellers are are frustrated they're on me they're, i gotta be creative and they were so 
used to being in a seller's market where you could be a crappy marketer but get properties sold because buyers are going to come from the buyer's agents. The photos could suck. There's no video, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Pat, give your listeners some kind of context. I've been in a buyer's market for 12 or 13 years. I mean, like there's more millionaires that left the city of Chicago than third most amount in the world last year. Most amount in North America, the, the most millionaires left was Rome. Paris was second. Chicago was third. Athens, Greece was fourth. So again, I specialize in high-end homes. So it was really out of necessity that I had to create my trainings and my continuing education because I know nothing other than a buyer's market. And so when you specialize mm. selling homes, you have to be creative. So there, there's a, a lot of experts think in 2017, we're going to see a shift in higher end homes. Things are going to slow down in the marketplace. So again, in a seller's market, you could be a terrible agent. You could be a dinosaur. I call him Debbie Dinosaur. <laughs> you could be, you know, and, and, and use conventional, traditional marketing and still be a top producer. But mm -hmm. for those people True. on the call, give us some ideas. Well, first off, video. Video is not going away. So again, 73% of sellers said they would hire an agent to sell their home that uses video over an agent that doesn't use it. Yeah. So you need to get you need to get started. You know, no. and video, video is, is so... You know, obviously, it costs absolutely nothing to shoot a video from your iPhone and uh, put it on Facebook Live. Uh, it is so inexpensive. And I think because of that, and it's so free now, like free as in free dumb, meaning like if I go to Facebook today, I'll uh, I'll see more videos than I will see typed posts from people. And I think what's going to happen, uh, Michael, is sellers are going to expect their listing agent to be talking about their property on Facebook Live every day almost or or much more regularly and and doing things like you did where you're riding around on this train or you're shooting an AK-47 or you're, hey, I'm at this open house or, hey, I just got off the phone with a buyer. Um, they're going to expect that, sure. that, that video world out of agents. Absolutely. So here's, here's iron sharpens iron. So I can tell you hundred percent confidently that I've raised the bar in my marketplace for agents. Uh, other sellers are saying, Hey, this guy's doing this. Why aren't you doing? They're expecting, they're demanding this because they're seeing what others are doing. So again, if you're in the East coast or the West coast, that's more common, but some of these rural areas, you know, you can differentiate yourself so much more so by video. So some other examples, like you said, I've shot videos from, you know, helicopters, trains, and you know, that kind of stuff. But, but, but I, I'm, I don't want to really focus on that. I want to help your listeners. So some things that you can do to get started right away, of course, is social media, right? You can do, if you got a, a, a property coming on the market, you could do a coming soon video on Facebook Live. I use bomb bomb videos. So I educate through videos all the time. I, I do educational videos on my blog and my website, you know, videos to educate buyers or sellers or renters or, or hey, 2017 forecast. I did a video and I released it on the day of the election a few weeks ago um, how how are you know how does the election results affect the economy and I went over you know the, the the stock market and the data that sort of thing so you can again using videos you got to do it because your competition is going to start doing it but it will help position you as a leading 
expert and authority in your marketplace. Use videos for video email like with BombBomb. You could use Facebook Live for coming soon. You know, these are all strategies that we teach in our trainings because most agents aren't utilizing video. Yeah, video is huge and it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more and more and more expected and uh, you know your sellers if they don't see you on video and they don't see you in person you're fired and they're gonna they're gonna hire somebody else that they can see what the heck they're doing for me today so listen michael this has been an extremely enlightening call it's i love your creativity i love everything you're doing i am going to put michael's course which is the l-u-x e course luxury listing specialist luxury listing specialist luxury listing special lls right um we we call it lux for short but yeah okay cool well anyways i'm gonna put a link to it i'm gonna put uh all the stuff we talked about today on hybendigital.com back slash michael lafito and it's l-a-f-i-d-o and Michael, listen, thanks so much for coming on talking everything luxury. If you if I'm ever in the Chicago area, Wheaton to be specific, I will definitely look you up and we can break some bread. Let's do it. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.